a big problem of the German economy, which is known as the world champion in incremental change, but not the world champion in radical or disruptive change. There other countries seem to perform better and now the German government is asked to do something in order to improve the situation. This is an interesting case because the space sector seems to be an exception. Usually when we dig in deeply into certain technologies, we usually find Germany is falling back and back. But in the space sector, Germany is not falling back. Hey, Space Watchers. This is Space Cafe Radio, your channel about trends, great people and awesome events. In February 2023, the Commission of Experts for Research and Innovation, die Expertenkommission Forschung und Innovation, EFI, presented its annual report on research, innovation and technological performance in Germany to the German federal government, to the Chancellor Olaf Scholz. I had the chance to talk to Professor Dr. Uwe Kantner, Chairman of the Commission and Professor of Economics, Microeconomics at Friedrich Schiller University Jena about the results of the report and their observations on the space sector in Germany and Europe. I'm Thorsten Krinning, publisher of Spacewatch.Global. Enjoy this conversation. Professor Kantner, could you kindly provide our audience with an overview of the Commission of Experts for Research and Innovation and elude on the scope of your mandate? Yes, the Commission of Experts for Research and Innovation is a unit which was installed in 2008 and it is meant to be an independent unit to advise the German government in terms of research and innovation. In a sense, we analyze continuously the German innovation system, the German research and innovation system, try to find out where it works well, where it does not work so well, And especially when we find that there are failures, there are problematic situations, then we develop certain suggestions to the German government how to improve the situation. And we do this via an annual report, which we hand over to the German Chancellor, usually end of February. And in this report, we have chapters which go deeper into certain topic. And then we have one chapter which covers the whole of the research and innovation policy of the German government. More and more in the last years, we also include the European dimension because we see and we find that Germany alone will not make it in R&I, in research and innovation. Therefore, one has to also think more about the European dimension. But of course, the addressee, the main addressee is the German government. And then we always hope that that our suggestions are at least to some degree helpful. The commission consists of six, six colleagues, three female colleagues, three male colleagues, and they are all, in broader sense, economists or management people, which have a research specialization on topics which have to do with research and innovation. Great. Let's dive into it a bit more. You just spoke about the report you presented to the Chancellor. In light of these findings, what direction do you foresee for Germany? And let's say the concurrent situation is that Germany, as a lot of other industrialized countries, are in a situation where main and disruptive technological changes are taking place, where the big problem is how to activate German researchers, German firms, German industry to go into new directions, although in the past years the old directions for example, take fossil-driven cars as an example, we are very, very successful and 
contributed very much to the GDP and to the welfare of the German economy. But now they have to reorientate, they have to redirect their activities rather sharply. And this is a big issue to get that accomplished. And this is a task, of course, of society as a whole, but also as a leading actor also for the German government to show actors what are the new directions and what are the old directions which we do not want to go for anymore. I think this is a big issue. This is, of course, done in, in, in context of international competition. And Germany experiences now that there are, of course, the old actors, US, Japan, the European countries, which are competitors. But now also new actors come up more and more. China is maybe the most important one, but also Korea, And also a lot of other, mainly East Asian countries, even India you have to think of, and smaller countries, economies there. And one has to be aware that these countries are very dynamic. And they might be much faster than the German economy to redirect. And therefore, this is a bigger concern. And one has to be, let's say, very sensitive to these developments and has to react as fast as possible. But as I said, this is a big problem of the German economy, which, last sentence to that, which is known as the world champion in incremental change, but not the world champion in radical or disruptive change. There other countries seem to perform better, and now the German government is asked to do something in order to improve the situation. As our focus at Spacewatch Global is primarily on space and related activities, Many of the countries you just mentioned are obviously also big players in this domain. So would you be able to offer us a comprehensive summary of the key discoveries in this particular area? Yeah, this is an interesting case because the space sector seems to be an exception. Now, usually when we dig in deeply into certain technologies, we usually find Germany is falling back and back. But in the space sector, Germany is not falling back. Germany is relatively well established there. I mean, we usually measure that by patents and look because patents today are the economic success of tomorrow. And if you look into the patent situation in the space sector of Germany, then you see, of course, it's not world leading. The US is world leading, competing with the total of Europe. Now they are more or less on the same level. And within Europe, then you have France, number one, but then you have already Germany and not so bad performing. If you look into the multiplier in German patenting in the space sector from early 2000 up to 2019, this is the actual frontier. And then you see that Germany has one of the highest multipliers in the world. Other means in multiplying the number of patents applied in, in each year. So in this sense, this was a little bit of a surprise for us. I expected the usual story, okay, not so bad, but falling back and back. But here Germany seems to perform relatively well. Then, of course, one is not well, they're very good performing in all the dimensions of the space sector. That's clear. It's more on transport and Earth observation. There, Germany is much better than other countries in respect. But the picture in general is very promising. And it seems to be the case that Germany is doing a good job from the old space sector to the so-called new space sector. The new space sector means more and more private economic activities going on in this industry, in this sector. Diving further into the German space sector, how has this transition from the state-controlled or old space to the private sector, or as you call it, the new space sector, driven space economy influence the overall development and trajectory of the entire industry? 
And I mean, you see that both in the upstream sector, they are even more forcefully, but also in the downstream sector, more and more private actors are coming into the field. And since these technologies are very capital finance intensive, big firms, which Germany already had, had an advantage to do that. And therefore, the German industry could develop relatively easily and following the US and other countries into this private segment of the space sector. This early success is remarkable, although these big firms are also a burden for the small firms seen for SMEs, small and medium-sized enterprises. So this is a little bit of burden for them. And this is also a problem of so-called market structure in the space industry and the space sector, because the market structure is still is relatively highly concentrated. And in order to have a further impressive development, Something has to be done against that. One has to find programs or measures in order to help small, medium-sized and also startup firms. And this is a little bit one of the problematic issues which one has to face. And the German government hopefully is aware of that. Yeah, we're coming to the strategic component then a bit later. I think it's very interesting to see that space made it into your report because For us, working in the space industry, reporting about the space industry day in, day out, we believe in our bubble. So, but now you give that an outside view. So what is the strategic significance of space for Germany's economy and society? And why is it crucial for the nation to maintain technological sovereignty? The space industry, as we know it from the U.S., And how it was developing there, we found that there are a lot of spillovers from these development there into the whole of the economy. Certain effects, technological new insights, innovations, they do not only play a role in the space, but they play also a role in other fields and other domains. So therefore, the total benefit of those activities are much larger than those benefits which arise only in the space sector. So for that purpose, it is of high relevance also for, for Germany. Secondly, all what we see with satellites, with Earth observation, with navigation and so on and so forth, These are concurrent but also future, high future potentials for economic activity, for growth and for welfare improvement. And a nation like or an economy like Germany, which has a high level of human capital, should not stay away from that. And as we have seen that there are some developments going on, then we thought, okay, we should have a closer look into that. And the results show us, okay, the importance is recognized in Germany and also the policy is aware of these potentials. I mean, in the German Ministry of Economic Affairs, there's a special agent for the space sector, um, Anna Christmann. So the importance is very well recognized and I think this should be sustained. How do the interplay of national and supranational interests intricate funding structures and regulatory ambiguity within Germany and now Europe affect the space industry? Let's say policy measures and funding possibilities are mainly to be thought of European. There is a small budget in Germany for the space sector, but this is really in principle marginal. But if you, then you have to go to the ESA or the OISPA and have to look what are the financing issues are there and what are the funding and support issues there. That's, that there are two European institutions which do that. ESA and OISPA is curious. I mean, they have their history. It's clear why they were founded. 
But in principle, we think that it would be better to have a better uh, division of labor or even only to have one organization which is taking care of all these issues. I mean, they have a certain division of labor. This is without doubt. And also the countries covered by the two organizations are not exactly the same. There are some exceptions, one on the other side. The financing structure in principle... It either you have this geographic balance. In our report, we criticize that to some degree because as an economist, you would always say you have to allocate the funds to those places and locations where it is most efficiently used. And this geographic balance is not really in, in line with that. Although we understand on the other side that there should some uh, equality between the Europe, the, the, the members of the ESA. At the OISPA, that runs differently. That's more competitive for how the funds are spent and how they are distributed. And I think that's, that's much, much better. In principle, what is lacking in the financial support structure is a, a definite line for startups, for new firms. This is only small, what is done there. This should be larger. And looking in the German situation, of course, we have a startup financing for startups in all the other industries. But the space industry stands out with a higher financial volume you need to offer. And therefore, the normal funding institution in Germany will not make that. So we need some line of funding these startups, which have a, have a higher amount of financial support for those firms. That's also a little bit of a problem. So that is a German problem, but also a European problem. So I assume that many of the topics you just mentioned, also your recommendation for the new space strategy that the German government is working on, are, are there any other topics where you say that's mandatory, that should be there to be competitive, to be a player, a, a significant player in the market? I mean, it's a curious suggestion which we made and we were often to some were criticized for that because we suggest there should be a space law in Germany. We don't have a space law in Germany. And now if he comes and says, we need a regulation. But this has a good reason, because up to now it's not totally clear if there is an accident in space or if there is waste in space, who has to take care of that and who has to finance that in, in the end. And this will impede with, with investment, with innovation activities. Therefore, you have to give the potential investors some kind of security that they are safe on their side and then can do their risk calculations in a proper way, and a space law would help to do that. It's curious that Germany does not have this space law because it was agreed on that in 1967, if I recall that correctly, but as yet it hasn't been set up. I heard now that there are initiatives around which want to go into this direction, which on the European level is a little bit tricky because uh, the European countries are not allowed to have one common space law that has to be separate, and so on and so forth, but we hope in order to safeguard potential investments that this space law will come relatively fast. The other point is this space strategy, which the German government wants to set up. In the last month, we have seen a lot of strategies on digitalization, on future and in research and innovation, on human resources and so on and so forth. And we criticize those strategies in terms of that they always tell us and show us a nice future how would should the future look like and i mean i don't know someone who would not subscribe to that but they also have to state how to reach that future and there the german government is relatively weak and we hope very much that if there's a space strategy that the german government will be able to inform also by which steps 
with which amount of money and along which timeline these strategic goals will be reached in order to really to make it also operational and to bring it to, to success. I hear you. I can't find better words for these requirements. So from your end, some ideas of what specific mechanism should be established for cross-departmental collaboration to agree to guarantee the successful implementation and ongoing advancement of this new German space strategy. If there is a space strategy, then you will find out, I'm pretty sure, that it is not only the Ministry of Economics, Economic Affairs or the Research Ministry, but there is the Ministry of Judicial Affairs has to be integrated and others. And in Germany, we have the, the, the big problem that the collaboration of these ministries is not really far developed. I think they often more compete than they cooperate. But in order to get such a big strategy on a fruitful path, you need to cooperate. You have to agree on a common target or common targets. You have, in principle, to subscribe to these targets. Say, yeah, okay, we together, we will make it. And on this basis, then all the measures can be implemented, whether they are in sequence or in parallel with a certain timeline, also who has to bring up which financial means and so on and so forth. And this is an urgent need to go for that, not only for the space strategy, but also for the other strategies that the German government is, is not really been able to set that up in a proper way. We suggested now to the, to the German government, there should be a council for transformation and innovation. And this council is, is a unit which is close to the German chancellor. All the ministries, the ministers of the ministries which are relevant for the space strategy in this sense, should then also sit in this council and then really to agree on the strategy. And then there should be transformation or mission boards which are inter-ministerial organized And these boards then should specifically write down the strategy with all the steps and all the milestones and all the elements which are catalytic in nature and so on and so forth. So they have to design a specific roadmap for the strategy and then to bring it on the, on the roads in a certain sense. And this is our big suggestion to the German government, whether they will do it or not. The next weeks will tell us. There, is, there seems to be a discussion going on, but uh, the outcome is not totally clear to us. We hope the best. How can the federal government foster cooperation and synergies with private entities in the space sector through anchor tenancy agreements and coordination with the space agencies? And that's the outside world of, of ESAR here. We're talking about the country-to-country -country space agencies. Is that a way forward? I would say now you mentioned this topic of public procurement in order to sustain the economic activities in this field. I mean, in the US, you have these anchor customers, and I think this principle should be taken over to Germany and to Europe too. The topic of public procurement is an ongoing topic of EFI since years. And in some sectors, it's more relevant, in others, it's less relevant. But I think in the space sector, it's more and more relevant to do that, especially in order to give Uh, the SMEs and the startups, a good situation that they can perform and also then be able to invest in this more long-term uh, innovation activities. You alluded to a number of topics and to-dos, including the, the geo-return you, you just mentioned. So what are, if you finalize that, what are your priorities that you see in that context? So what are the most burning issues? 
The most burning issues is, is the space law, as I mentioned already before. That's certainly a burning topic, but I, I see that the solution will come soon. Then the other point is the concentrated market structure, which implies that uh, there should be measures to help small and medium-sized firms and startups. Anchor customer principle could be something which could be of big help here. And then one has to be aware that a lot of research still has to be done in universities and research organizations. And all these activities have to be fostered and have to be sustained. And then the problem of transfer comes up. Transfer is the process by which scientific ideas find their way into economy or into society. And in this dimension, there is also a lot of room for policymakers to improve the situation because this transfer does also not work so well in Germany. I think these are the main points. And maybe the last, maybe the last one is looking into the portfolio of all the activities which belong to the space sector. I think Germany would do well to go more for the niches and not for the big topics where other countries like, especially the US, maybe also France, are already much better. But look into the niches, look into new fields of activities, because there, let's say, it will be easier to find a beneficial situation for them. Rosa Kantna, thank you very much for your insights and your very open words about the study and the research your and your group is doing. I think that helps the sector immensely if the sector wants to listen to that. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you very much. If you have further questions, reach out to us at radio at spacewatch.global. If you like these or other episodes of Space Cafe Radio, leave us a rating on your preferred podcast platform. It is the currency of today. And if you want to stay on the pulse of the space industry, please visit our website at www.spacewatch.global and subscribe to our newsletters. And of course, don't forget to become a Space Watcher. I'm Thorsten Kreening, publisher at spacewatch.global, your independent perspective on space. Mm -hmm.